2: a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life.
3: Make yourself comfortable and allow your body to relax. Check whether you're holding on to tightness or stress in any part of your body. And let go wherever you notice you're holding on. Start at your toes. Check for any tension in your feet, in your legs and hips. Let go more and more as you check for tightness in your stomach area. Let go wherever you're holding tension in your back. Let go any tension in your arms and your hands. Open your hands. Uncurl your fingers. Relax your neck. Loosen your shoulders. Relax your forehead. Relax all the muscles of your face. Relax. Good. Now that your body is a little more... attention to your breathing begin to breathe more deeply breathe in deeply and then breathe out fully breathe at a pace that's calming for you Feel your emotions settling each time you breathe out. Create your state of mind. What you think affects the way you feel and the way you experience life. Keep breathing deeply. Anxious thoughts make you feel anxious. Feel calm and in control. Here are some calm thoughts to focus on. Keep breathing deeply as you say these calm thoughts in your mind. Everything's going to be okay. I'm regaining control over my thoughts. I am restoring calmness to my mind. I choose positive thought. Breathing deeply and say these calm thoughts in your mind, inner peace is at the heart of me. and each time you breathe out now have the feeling that you're releasing negative emotions getting them out of your system emotions with each breath out. And as you breathe out now, the sense that you're breathing out the storm of negative thoughts getting them out of your head with each breath out the storm clouds that were in your head are disappearing into thin air. And dim- Thoughts that make you feel stronger. Everything's going to be okay. My mind is.
2: Welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Carmen Warrington, Letting Go of Anxiety. It's a great way to kind of start your day, to move you into a space of inner comfort and clarity, and just helping you to get back into the place that you know you need to be in, a place of power, wisdom, virtuosity, compassion, kindness, all the things that we aspire to get to, and prior to getting there, We still appreciate the wonderful opportunities that we have knocking on our door, like jealousy and competition and betrayal and hate and judgment and criticism. Those energies are so dark, and yet they exist and they are a reality. And they make us think deeper within our beings to say, well, who am I? Is this who I really need to be? Is this who I am? And do virtues really play a role in these times and do we need to bring virtues to the forefront of our lives today we're welcoming dara and dave feldman they're a passionate wife husband team and they founded virtues matter to help people lead lives of joy meaning and purpose dara is an author speaker and was honored as disney's 2005 outstanding elementary teacher of the year and maryland's 2015 mother of the year Dave is a social entrepreneur, community builder, thought leader, and international speaker on diverse topics such as sustainable communities, entrepreneurship, and leadership development. Now, both of them developed the Virtues Card app, an easy-to-use tool designed to help people strengthen virtues, and they also facilitate transformational workshops that help bring about the best in ourselves and in others. Today, we welcome Dara and Dave Feldman to America Meditating Radio Hello, you two. Welcome to the air. Nice to have
4: you. Good morning, Sister Jenna and friends. What an honor to be with you all.
2: Good morning, Sister Jenna. Oh, it was so good to see you on the mall the other day as we were wrapping up the Caravan of Unity.
1: Yeah, really nice to see you. It was actually a pleasant surprise. You know, it's funny we're so close to each other geographically. We don't get to see each other now that we're in a, a bit of a lockdown.
2: I know, but you know what? Things are changing so rapidly one never knows. Let's talk about your amazing app and the work that you're doing. So I really want to go deeper into it because even when we were on the mall together, Dave, we did our app. I think I got Idealism. Perfect for me.
0: <laughs>
1: it was perfect. It was interesting. We did a number of picks with folks. Every card seemed to be uh, one that was a perfect fit for the person who picked that specific card. Darren, and I would actually like to start this morning off with the Virtues pick if you're okay with that.
4: Please, go for it. Wonderful. Thank you for your openness, Sister Jenna. And before we do a Virtues Pick, I really just want to honor you for your steadfast courage, compassion, and commitment to so lovingly and selflessly leading all of us through these times, prior to these times, and I'm sure after these times. But your heart, energy, your purity, your love is so grounding and so uplifting. So please know that our love and gratitude go to you on a daily basis. So, blessing. I appreciate
2: that. Very sweet of you, Tara. Thank you so much. So, let's choose some cards.
4: Yep, we got one for you. Here we go. So, normally we'll go random by shaking our phone, but we chose love. And so, Mm. I know it's one of your faves, and so we'll read the card, and then we'll just each talk about how the virtue of love resonates with us, and we'll also give virtue's acknowledgments. Acknowledging what we're hearing in the other. Okay? okay? So here we go. And inviting everybody listening to think about how this resonates with you all. Love is at the center of our being, it is the vital force that gives us energy and direction. It connects one heart with another. Love is irresistible attraction and affection for a person, a place, an ideal or even for life itself. Love is cherishing others, treating them with tenderness. Love thrives on acceptance and appreciation. It is the power to heal. It calls us to continually hone ourselves while releasing the need to control or make someone in our image. Nurtured by commitment and seasoned by kindness, love is our greatest gift.
1: And then we have a back of the card as well, and it starts off with a quote. Love is patient. Love is kind. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. The Holy Bible, Corinthians 13:7. And then they have practices on each of these cards on the reflection deck. The practice of love. I allow myself to connect deeply. I commit myself wholeheartedly. I show love through acts of kindness. I accept and appreciate the ones I love. I do the work on myself that love requires. I cherish the loves of my life. And then the affirmation, I am thankful for the gift of love. It is my treasury.
4: So, Sister Jenna, how does that speak to you today?
2: Perfect. They always are. Well, everyone who's listening in, when I first met Dave and Dara, they came to the Meditation Museum that we have in Silver Spring, Maryland, and I think one of the first experiences of when you had launched the app and now you've revised it and made it a whole lot better than it was before, and I thought it was fine before. And I mm-hmm. remember it every so often just going to the app and sometimes just shaking it to just see, well, what's my thought for the day? What's going to be my virtue today? And I know that we definitely need more virtues in our world now more than ever, So before we go further, because I know we're kind of enticing our listeners right now, (laughs) could you tell them a little bit about Virtues Matter and what actually inspired you to start it, and why did you choose to focus on Virtues?
4: Absolutely. So I'm just going to acknowledge you, and I want to honor your purposefulness and love, taking the initiative to look at the cards and then moving us forward into having a more well-rounded experience today. So Dave, I'm going to pass the talking piece to
1: yeah. you, honey. So with the experience of the cards, are there are five different decks on the Virtues cards. And what we've done is we've created this beautiful deck based around a project that was initiated back in 1990 called the Virtues Project. And long history is that it was uh, for five strategies. And it was created by three individuals who saw that children were essentially harming themselves and harming others. And they wanted to do something about it. And they researched the sacred texts, the world, and a lot of the ancient wisdoms, and came up with the one thing that brings us all together. It's about our humanity, and it was the virtues. And the virtues are universal, positive qualities of character. They're things that we have in ourselves. They are who we are. They are our, our true spirit. And they created a whole range of just some beautiful work. They had these beautiful cards, their books, and posters, and. Strangely enough, back in 1990, it went viral, even before there was the concept of viral through the Internet. And they trained facilitators all over the world who are sharing the five strategies of the virtues. This work was endorsed by the Dalai Lama and the United Nations.
4: As a model global program for families of all cultures in 1993. Always, I
1: always turn to Dara, who's been doing this a lot longer, to make sure we get that part right.
4: Unity, baby. <laughs>
1: And then the founder was also on Oprah as well.
4: And I just want to say that Oprah said of the Family Virtues Guide that it's the instruction manual that our kids didn't come with. So for everybody who has children or you want to repair it yourself, if you didn't get the instruction manual, we'll give you the crit notes for the five strategies or you can read the Family Virtues Guide.
1: And the founders were just absolutely wonderful people. They really were, and they wanted to make a big difference in the world, and they have. I mean, they've been working in First Nations communities. They've been working in all these different communities around the world. And when Dara and I got involved, Dara started earlier, the goal was to make Virtues go viral. And we decided to make an app. Dara did the first iteration back in 2009, and technology is obviously involved. And as you said, Mr. Jenna, it's changed several times. This new version is just a beautiful set of cards It's one deck called Virtues Cards, and within that deck, you have a character cards, a reflection card, the resilience cards, education, and then a family cards. So they're very different experiences for different people who use them in different ways. And there's some really cool things that you can do with them. You can shake the phone for a random pick, you can double tap a card to flip over and see the back of the card, and then you can share cards to other people as well through either social media or on an email or text, and we have a couple programs we're doing around that.
2: Now, aren't we all born with virtues? And so what basically has happened to us? I remembered Barack Obama's inaugural speech when he first was elected president of the United States, and in the Washington Post was a headline where he basically spoke about virtuosity, which was Mm -hmm. very rare, you know, because they tend to put that connection to... I don't know, religiosity or whatever, but he spoke about the need for virtues. And I'm looking at the current times that we're in, and I know that we're born with virtues. But what are your thoughts? What do you think happened to us along the way that, you know, we've moved away from
4: it? Absolutely. What a thoughtful question. So just something for giggles. Before President Obama was president, I was actually at the Capitol, And he was walking down the corridor, and I slipped him a deck of the educator cards. And so we joke that, you know, we're planting seeds of virtues, but seriously, the Obamas are so virtuous. So to answer your question, we believe that everybody is born with virtues and that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And as we go through our lives, you know, oftentimes we have incredible tests. Challenges, teachable moments. We have our sacred wounds, our personal traumas. And it's during those times that feel challenging that we get to strengthen our resilience, our strength, our endurance, our determination, and patience, perseverance. And then in those later, brighter times, maybe joy and gratitude are easier to access, and we're able to serve and be compassionate to others so it really is this ongoing process and i think what happened with a shift i don't know maybe 30 40 years ago it really was something about we were moving away from us as one human family to a more individualistic approach and it was more about self esteem but not necessarily authentic self esteem and We lost who we were in schools. I actually wrote a book called The Heart of Education, Bringing Joy, Meaning, and Purpose Back to Teaching and Learning. And I wrote the book in 2006 because we used to have this in education, Sister Jenna. And then we focused on academic rigor and testing, and there was all of this competition and reduced to statistics instead of who we are. So I think that's a little bit of what shifted was we were focusing on the wrong things and not a holistic approach.
1: I think, Dara, you're really on to something as well in that, you know, we have gotten to what we do and what we have as opposed to who we are. And it feels like society has really moved in that direction. And if you look at, you know, certain periods of time in the 80s and 90s, prosperity was defined as, in financial terms, in wealth a lot of times. And that's not the only reason, but... It does seem that we're moving back toward or that we need to move back towards things like community or unity, which is kind of the foundational word there, And looking at us as a bigger world. And whether it's climate change or other issues that are taking place right now.
4: Social justice. Social
1: justice. There are new lenses that we need to look at in this world. So as Dara said, we try to find the idealistic approach that – This is a really unique opportunity to start to explore what's not working and how do we move back in those directions again, looking at the best in ourselves and others. But you're very right that we seem to have moved away, and now, unfortunately, we're suffering the consequences of a lot of the decisions we've made
2: over the years.
4: And I think I wanted to – go ahead, Sister Jenna. Sorry, my enthusiasm gets the best of me sometimes.
2: No, but I love it. Don't change it for anyone in the world. Go ahead. Please, Dara, continue.
4: Thank you for your patience and understanding. This, developing virtues is a lifelong journey. I was born with a lot of enthusiasm and sometimes patience, self discipline, moderation. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working on that. So, <laughs> the, the wonderful thing about virtues is they're always present. And I'm grateful to the founders of the Virtues Project, Linda Cavillon Popoff. Dr. Dan Popoff, and Linda's brother, John Cavalin for creating the Virtues Project, because it's five strategies for bringing out the best in ourselves and others. And the first one is speaking the language of virtues. So when we are just mindful of our language, the language that we use, that's how we create. We think in language, right? We speak in language. Things we say to ourselves and to one another. So let's focus on what we're for, not what we're against, right? Yeah. And
2: there, we've heard that over and over again. And people like us, we get it.
4: You mm-hmm. know,
2: let's focus on our virtues. Let's focus on what we have in common. Let's focus on our strengths. And I know we're getting there little by little. My question is, how can we get Virtues Matter app out there to more people, so every day when they wake up, they can do their little shake, rattle, and roll. This is what I'm going to be today for the world, no matter what. What are some of the ways you've been getting the app out there?
1: You know, that's a really interesting question, because it's something I think about on a regular basis. The words like unity and honesty and justice, even people on both sides of the political equation or people with different perspectives believe in those words. They just have different definitions or they believe in them often kind of differently sometimes. So, you know, we have found that a number of folks, if you call it what it is, you know, who are more conservative, do enjoy the virtues cards. And we've been trying to figure out how to create a dialogue between people who have different opinions and different perspectives. I don't know. I think it's really just about listening to one another. And Absolutely. it's really about, you know, having important discussions about what is honesty, not talk about who is honest and why this person is dishonest, but really talk about what honesty means, how does it play into our lives. That's why we do a virtues pick sometimes to talk about these concepts. And it's amazing how sometimes it can set the ground rules up about having politics. Exactly. I fear that we're breaking up and not having discussions right now. People are cutting each other off on Facebook if they don't have the same political views. And unfortunately, I think that's going to even exacerbate the challenge. So having difficult discussions right. and using some framework to bring people together, I think, is really a step and then having people who are capable of moderating or facilitating those kind of discussions?
4: That's a really beautiful question, and we're asking help of all your listeners, right, to help these virtues go viral. And I think as doing a lot of work in social justice and restorative practices and restorative justice, I think it's really important that we start with a common understanding of our oneness of humanity and that we listen, we seek to understand, Right? We're looking for the commonalities and be able to acknowledge where people are coming from or at least say, you know, thank you for your openness speaking your truth, even if it's something that we may disagree on. And then, again, looking for the good. The second strategy is recognizing teachable moments. So instead of shaming and blaming, it's naming those character qualities. It's also about getting curious, not furious. I was having a dialogue back and forth with a relative of mine who has a different perspective. And I just said, you know, I'm really curious. I'd love to understand where you're coming from. You know, please share. And I really wanted to understand because I think when we seek to understand and people feel heard and valued, that's when actual conversations can happen. And The third strategy of the Virtues Project is setting clear boundaries, and it's based on restorative justice. So when we can have a common understanding of how to have these conversations, and when harm has been done, taking responsibility and making amends. And I think that in social justice and as a white woman of unearned privilege coming to understand what I didn't know prior to this journey of uncovering, you know, I know that I have done harm and they continue to do so. People of African descent, responsibility to teach me as a white person or to do my emotional labor, we are working with other white folks to help understand and do our own learning so that, one, we can make a living amends and not do more harm and make amends when we do create harm. And so I think those are spaces where the virtues absolutely can be helpful. And then the fourth strategy is honoring the spirit. It's meaning and purpose. And finding out what brings meaning and purpose to individuals. And if we think about ourselves as parents, we all want the same thing for our kids. We want them to be happy and healthy and lead meaningful lives
1: if I can jump in, yeah. uh, Sister Jenna, one of your earlier podcasts I was listening to, and I'm not sure I can pronounce his name. I think you were challenged, uh, Mr. Gingrich or Gergrich or <laughs> the Reverend. He was talking about joy, meaning, and purpose. And, you know, if you look at those three areas, I think that's a common ground that everybody wants to have. So if you start from that standpoint, it's like, all right, what brings people joy, meaning, and purpose? And then have an understanding that that's a right, that everybody should have those kinds of things. How do we create those in conditions? So, you know, I love what Dara said a moment ago your community of people are people, I think, who want to bring that unity together. How do we figure it out? And is there a way of using virtues as a way of creating that common language that we have? And then we have an idea on that as well. I can jump into We have a Share the Love campaign that we're launching that we're trying to help get people out there to start recognizing and appreciating each other. And I guess Share the Love is an acronym for Language of Virtues Every Day, Everywhere, Everyone. So it's Language of Virtues Every. And Essentially, it's taking a virtue card, sending it to somebody, and acknowledging them for the positive that you see in them. It could be their honesty, their courage, their self-determination, their passion, their joyfulness, anything, and giving them an acknowledgement for that. And it's very simple to do. And we actually can use a hashtag. So if you want to post it publicly, that people are doing that with a number of groups as well. Or if it's something you want to do privately, you just send it out there and Somebody was saying it's like the modern version of Hallmark right now, except it's quite a lot less expensive. You know, it's a one-time download fee, and people can get the cards out there. So, you know, just elevating humanity and bringing out the best in ourselves, it's a daily practice. I guess that's one of the things. It's something that has to happen regularly and over time.
4: And here's an opportunity for everybody who's listening is see if you can take a Virtues card, look for the good in somebody maybe who pushes your buttons and acknowledge and appreciate them and sprinkling genuine love on them and appreciation for one of their virtues and see what happens to that relationship because I think that might be really nurturing.
2: That's beautiful. So tell us where our listeners can get more information about the Virtues app and activities that you guys are doing.
1: Yes, it's virtuesmatter.com, our website. And there you can find links to the Virtues Project, who are our partners. There's also a link to the Share the Love campaign. We're working with a number of different organizations who are taking it throughout their own communities. And then the Virtues Cards is the name of the app, and you can get that on either iPhone platform or Android. It's a free download for a sample set of cards, and then you can get a full deck of cards, you know, 100 cards in the Reflection Cards for $1.99, and it's a one-time fee right now. And then we have five different decks that you can choose from and, Our goal is to really get it out there as broadly as possible. We kept the price really low because we do a lot of work internationally, and there were folks in developing countries and other areas that really wanted to get this into their own communities. So it was really a service just to to get the virtues in people's hands right now.
4: And then also for educators, Sister Jenna, my website is just my name, darafeldman.com, and there are a lot of free resources that educators can access to bring virtues to life for their own healing and well-being, as well as working with their students. Oh, that's
0: so Mm -hmm.
2: beautiful. Guys, you're doing so well, and I really want to say thanks for all that you're doing because virtues really are needed now more than ever. I just hope it goes far and wide, and we'll let you know whatever comes up. We'll be having you in our thoughts and seeing how we can assist in also sharing the wonderful news that you both are offering do you have any final words that you'd like to share with our listeners before we come to a close?
4: We would just like to personally honor you again. Thank you so much for your generosity of service, uplifting humanity, teaching us how to be mindful through meditation and virtues.
1: Yeah, and I think for me right now, it's just this is an interesting time. I've been honored to work on a blog post with the founder of The Virtues, Linda Kavlin Popoff, and we call it A Whole New World, Seven Virtues for the Great Reset. And it really is about... We are in an extraordinary time right now, and as as difficult as it is, and we we certainly appreciate that, there's a lot of change going on. There's a lot of reflection. There's a lot of organizational change, systemic change. And what can we do to make that a better world right now? What can we do to wake up? And it, it seems bleak sometimes, but sometimes those are when the biggest change occurs right at the edge. So, you know, what can we do and hopefully keep hope? idealism, faith, trust alive, and that we need to be strong going forward. We need perseverance. We need a lot of the virtues. There will be a different world going forward, and let's be part of shaping it as opposed to being shaped by it.
4: Absolutely. We're in the chrysalis, so we're going to emerge as butterflies. And one last final thought. So as a Baha'i, Baha'is believe in the oneness of humanity, the equality of men and women, and universal education, we really believe that we're in this time of change, of transformation, so that we can unite and create a world that is just for everyone.
2: I think that's perfect. Thank you so much, both of you, for all that you're doing. And we'll see how we can get this far and wide for sure. Thank you, Sister Thank Jenna. you for your
4: generosity and commitment yeah, helping we- us.
2: We love the
1: community you. that you're part of. We miss seeing you in person as well. We're only uh, <laughs> three or four miles away from each other, but we're with you in spirit, and anything we can do to help support the work that you're doing and your listeners
2: as well, we're here.
4: Sending love and Thank prayers you so your much. way and to all your listeners.
2: Thank you, Darren Day. Thank you so much. All the very best. So that was Darren day Feldman. everyone. Go to virtuesmatter.com. That's, again, virtuesmatter.com. I really love it. It's on my app, guys. I use it they're not kidding you can just really get into one of those virtues or thoughts for the day and it can really help you to shift the way you leave the house or the way you walk around the house it's really great gift well here we come to another end to another fantastic show and remember no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission and we really are here to love each other the same so why don't we turn up the volume on that a little bit more And just remember to pause every hour in the hour, you know, for a moment of silence, a moment of peace. and those vibrations. Shake your Virtues app. You know, see what virtue you need to emanate for that moment. That would be great. Our meditation museums are still closed, so if you want to help to keep us open, please go to our meditationmuseum.org page and do a reoccurring donation. It doesn't matter how much, just a little bit at a time. If we get a thousand people, we don't even have to worry we're not planning on reopening the museums until next year in March, so anything will definitely help, and we appreciate that. Here's Vibrations of Love from yours truly and a Grammy Award winner Ricky Cage. We released this on September 20th on the Shift Network, just so we can add some more love to the atmosphere. You take care, everyone. Be well. vibrations of love, and some say love is a verb, but much deeper than that, love is a vibration, it is that energy that stirs the soul and opens up the heart. vibrations of love call out to the divine that connects us with the beauty of life and the oneness of it all. I need not to say it with words although it is always nice to hear but greater still Feel it. Vibrations of love lift me higher and I fill the empty spaces within the soul. It is the divine in its purest essence. It is me at the height of my being. I am vibrations of love.